It's sort of like when you see a celebrity down the street or something, you just want to go straight up to them. The second that sash is on, everyone's just interested in just the sash and wants to know everything about it. They are the granddaughters of Apple Blossom Queens. They are COVID survivors looking to make a future for themselves back in their hometown. Some work casually, some work full time, some have kids, others have just graduated from high school. The 2022 Young Ambassadors are strong, passionate and looking ahead to the future for Stanthorpe and the Granite Belt. Come and meet the young women and men behind the raffles and the cupcake stalls. This festival is their future and their family's past and is part of the history of one of Australia's longest running harvest festivals. My name is Michaela Doherty and I'm sponsored by Stanthorpe Mechanical and Wrecking. Now, what sort of fundraising activities have you been up to for, as you know, one of the Young Ambassador entrants? Um, I've done a few sausage sizzle stalls. I did a baking stall the um, other day with some homemade goods that my mum made. Oh, um, what did she bake? Uh, she, her friends made some of those macaroons. Mm. Um, I had scones and all that sort of stuff. My mum makes homemade soaps. And all that sort of oh, things. Wow. And I've got an 80s disco coming up soon. You're the 80s disco. <laughs> I saw that poster when I came in and I have to say the artwork <laughs> is chef's kiss. Are you working full time as well? Uh, no, I work casual at the RSL. So how did you become a young ambassador? Were you approached by um, Stanthorpe Mechanical and Wrecking? Um, so Samantha actually called me and offered me the position to be um, one of the young ambassadors and she told me that Stanthorpe Mechanical and Wrecking was looking for someone to sponsor and I just thought... Ooh, a bit, a bit of sponsor matchmaking. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> yep. so, yeah. So when you got that call, you know, what, what made you decide, yeah, I'll give it a go? Um, I've never ever really been involved in anything big before and I thought, why not give it a go, <laughs> something different, see if I like it and so far I really, really love it. So yeah, great. And what sort of things have you been learning in the role of Young Ambassador? Like I know you have your learning and development program. So have there been things that have come out of that that you've learned? Definitely um, my social skills that I've learned. I've never thought that I'd have the amount of social skills that I've had before. Um definitely being able to talk to people in a different way than I've ever done before. Very surprising when um, we do things as a stall and all that stuff and the way you do it is just very different to how you would normally rather than an ambassador. So I don't know, really. <laughs> just uh, No, that's curious and I've got a bonus question for you. When you're wearing your sash as a young ambassador, it's got the frills, it's got the logo, the purple and white, do people really notice that and ask you questions about, um, you know, your role and that sort of thing? Um, yes. <laughs> a lot of people question it a lot and ask who I'm sponsored by and what we do and all that sort of stuff and ask what the wreckers do and all that. And um, the amount of times I've been asked what the wreckers do. Um, they wreck stuff, surely. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm sure Stanthorpe Mechanical and Wrecking do far more than that, but uh, yes. yeah, that's really um, good questions, isn't it, on the spot? Yeah. Yeah, but they ask a lot of um, questions there, how the sponsor is sometimes, and my sponsor is absolutely amazing. Mandy is so sweet and nice and very supportive as the sponsor, 
But a lot of people, yeah, they do ask about my sash. And the second you put on your sash, everyone's just on you. <laughs> and what does that mean? Like asking you questions, wanting to know more? It just catches everyone's attention. They just want to ask a million questions about it and get to know all about the sash. It's sort of like when you see a celebrity down the street or something, you just want to go straight up to them. The second that sash is on, everyone's just interested in just the sash and wants to know everything about it. <laughs> Very good. I'm looking forward to catching up with you probably around 80s disco time. Michaela, I wish you all the well and let's get sashed. (laughs) Thank you. My name's Jordan Cassidy and my sponsor is Granite Belt Growers Association. Now, Jordan, what sort of fundraising activities are you doing and have done already for the festival? We've done a lot of produce stalls, um, which include baking with the produce, like apple pies, all that sort of stuff. I've done um, a fundraiser with Carmo O'Reilly out at Fox Bar Falls. That was really fun where we promoted um, their new dam and the camping site a little bit. I've also done a Summerland Camel Farm um, for the markets in the mountains and I've done that one as well where we sold a lot of produce. (laughs) So you've been doing a lot of different locations around Southern Downs. Yeah, trying to really get out there and get the name going as well. Now, why did you decide to be an entrant as a young ambassador for the 2022 Apple and Grape Harvest Festival? I've wanted to do it since I was about 14 because I've seen all the pretty girls in the pretty dresses and because my grandparents have been in the Apple and Grape since I could remember, I've wanted to be a young ambassador for a while which is, your, I, I've always thought it's really fun. What did your grandparents do back in the day? So they, they're still in it. Um, it's Annette oh, Brown wow. and Bill Brown. Yeah, they're doing um, – Pop usually takes care – which is Bill, sorry. He usually takes care of the parade and Annette is usually in charge of the volunteers. Oh, wow. It sounds like yeah. this was destiny anyway. So you're I always get band. roped into it. I always get roped into it one way or another. I have been since I've been eight. So, yeah, I've always been a part of it. So for someone who has had that family connection for so long with the Apple and Grape Harvest Festival, where do you see the future of festivals like this? I hope they find people to overtake it when the people that are in it now drop drop out of it I hope they find people to take it to the next level and probably introduce some new stuff as well as keeping tradition with like the great crush and the big parade and I hope they keep the parade going and a bonus question for you as well when you're wearing the sash that says young ambassador 2022 what's the reactions that you're getting from yeah, that everyday person who's turning up to some of your fundraising activities or someone sees it like at a store when you're doing markets, what sort of reactions do you get? Oh, they usually ask me what my sash says and they're like, oh, what's that for? I'm like, oh, it's for the Apple and Grape Harvest Festival. I'm a young ambassador. And it's what, oh, what does that entail? Or good on you. That's a great job. Good job. Um, I hope you do well. All that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's always good reactions. Good conversation starter. Yeah, it is. My name is Kelsey McKibben and my sponsor is Cameron Giddings from The Little Larder Stanthorpe. What sort of fundraising activities are you doing for the festival? We have got a lot planned. We've got a cocktail party, a masquerade ball, a garden party, 
a live band afternoon at the Little Larder on the deck, so that'll be really nice. Um, some trivia nights, like maybe a taco trivia, adult trivia. You had me at tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds nice, doesn't it? You sound really busy. So yes. tell me about how you're combining. You, how do you combine the role of young ambassador and all this fundraising activity with you as, you know, when you're not young ambassador? Yes. So I, Cameron offered me this journey. In, he approached you? Yes. So I started my journey at the Little Ladder in April and about six weeks after that he approached me with this idea and I wasn't even hesitant. I thought it would be a great idea. When I'm not at work, I'm still, like at the Little Ladder we promote everything equality. Um, so that's the core of everything we do there. Um, so Cam is obviously an open, proud gay man um, and he wanted to use that to do fundraising and open that into the community a little bit more. So that's what we're doing. We, Whenever I'm not at work, I'm still the same person I am when I'm as an ambassador, so that's really good. Why did you decide to take him up on his idea, hey, be a young ambassador? I thought it would be a good opportunity for me to put my name out into the community and in such a positive way. And what is the future of Harvest Festivals for rural communities like Stanthorpe? I believe the future of the festival will see the entire community come together to achieve common goals for the region by demonstrating what makes our region so unique and special. There is a huge pool of talent in and around our region and I would love to see more engagement with our seasonal fresh fruit and vegetables and the producers of wine. I think that the Apple and Grape Harvest Festival will evolve by creating an enormous awareness for our tourism sectors and draw bigger crowds to our special region as we continue to showcase how incredible our beautiful region is through social media as technology continues to allow us to reach a great, great audience Yeah, all over. What do you think makes um, Stanthorpe and the Granite Belt special? We are very unique. Obviously we have four seasons in one week. Yesterday I was at work and I was extremely hot and today we all need jumpers. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people who live in Brisbane who don't get to experience that. And I think um, as the Apple and Grape Festival is over 10 days, they will get to experience a whole lot in that 10 days, whether it's like all of the stuff in the main street that goes on or the actual ball itself. There's a lot for them to experience while they're here that they wouldn't experience in their hometowns. What have you learned already through being an, an official entrant for the Young Ambassador with some of the activities and things that you're learning? What have you learned for you personally so far? Um, there is a lot of support in this community, um, a lot. So like all the small businesses who have donated to me really generously, um, they're all willing to get together and support everyone, not, not only myself but all of the other ambassadors as well. There's a lot of support here. That's really great. Yes, it is. Thank you so much for speaking with us. No worries at all. Let's get sashed. Thank you. <laughs> my name's Amy Collier and my sponsor is Granite Belt Cleaning and Hospitality Supplies. Now, what sort of fundraising activities have you been doing and are doing for the festival? I'm doing a 50-50 raffle, which is uh, you'll get quite a lot of money from it. I did a show and shine. Yeah, tell me a bit more about that. It was successful. We had uh, 23 cars. Uh, we did a few prizes, had some donations, and then we had a movie night and we had the movie Pork Pie on, so it was a good. Do you love me a mini? That's a good movie. Now what's your favourite car that turned up for the show and shine? 
I chose a old ute. I don't know what it was, but it was my favourite. It was loud. It was it was beautiful. I loved it. <laughs> Amy, why did you decide to become an entrant for the 2022 Young Ambassadors? I tried back in 2019 to be a 2020 ambassador, but I was too young. They did say that they we could be one, but I was too young for everything. So I tried again to get in and I got in. I've just always wanted to be that girl on the float. <laughs> yeah. I love that, actually. You've derailed my thought and I think you that's really evocative. I wanted to be that girl on the float. You guys are going to be in the Grand Parade. Yeah. Yeah. What is it about the role of Young Ambassador that's always, you know, interested you other than the float? The community. Every time I went to an apple and grape, it was all about the girls and give, like all the before the hands, like the sausage sizzles. Like I learned from a young age from living here what an ambassador was, and I always thought, oh no, it was I won't be able to do that. I'm not one of them. But I've always I decided that I wanted to be the girl on the float, so I decided to stick my hand up again, and I got first in as entrant and. I'm pretty excited. I was going to fact check that. I was pretty sure you were the first one, weren't you, officially in? Yeah, nice. You know, thinking about that too, what is the future for Harvest Festivals? Like how do you think the Stanthorpe Apple and Grape Harvest Festival will evolve beyond 2022? It can't happen without ambassadors really. They're the behind the scenes, well, not behind the scenes, but they are the reason the festival is so big because we spread the word, we go anywhere and everywhere. Like one of the other ambassadors the other week went to a cow bar, um, camel farm, I think, and sold produce, yep. which really helped get it out there and took all the took the apple and grape <laughs> with her. But Oh, the costumes. So yeah, Isabella Jonathan, and yeah. Jonathan. Yeah. Yep, yep, nice. But. I think the more ambassadors, the bigger. Yep. Because we've got nine, so yes. hopefully gives a bit more. Visibility, do you yeah. think? Because yeah. there's so many of you. Yeah. And we've all got different groups and, you know, f- most of us are friends. We all know each other from beforehand. But it also is a bigger aspect for the Apple and Grape that we have a male because there's not yes. many males and it, I love it. I love that he joined and that's changed it a lot too. We'll get to hear from Ben shortly. Yeah. Um, I like this visibility aspect. Tell me about when you put on the sash and it says Apple and Grape Harvest Festival, Young Ambassador 2022, what's the public's reaction when they see you wearing the sash? Handing money, if that makes sense. Like they're happier to hand money. So when we first started, because I was first entrant, they didn't do sashes until there was all the entrants. So I went to the Snowflakes to try and sell some raffle tickets, but no one really believed that it was me. Because I yeah, was just wow. a normal person with a bucket of money. I had a sticker with my face on it, but it didn't help. And then as soon as the sash goes on, people are like, oh, my goodness, they go up to you, they say hi, they buy a ticket. People come into mum and dad's shop just to buy a 50-50 ticket because they've heard someone talk about it. Like the sash is a big thing for people to realise who you are. What's some of the things that have surprised you that you've learnt through the learning and development activities you've done so far as a young ambassador? That I'm not good at public speaking. (laughs) You're doing a cracking job right now with the microphone. It's only because I've done four weeks. (laughs) No, I I wasn't very good. I thought I was a confident person, but getting up and doing Toastmasters, which is a great course, I highly recommend it for people who don't 
either you do have confidence or you don't. It's good to still learn. Um, but it's helped me a lot. The first week I didn't get up at all. I had to write a speech but I didn't get up. And the moment you get up, I've gotten more confident. I'm able to talk. It's pretty It's pretty good. Pretty exciting. Now you work full-time? Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. And you've got to combine all your young ambassador activities. Yeah. How are you finding that juggle? It's easy because my boss is easy with it. I told him. Do a I, shout out to work. Stanthorpe Quality Meets. <laughs> G'day Stanthorpe Quality Meets as well as Granite Belt Hospitality Supplies. Yes. Um, that does help, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. They're, a lot, they're very flexible with, um, well, I don't have to work weekends either so it's easier too. All right, Amy, I've heard lots about dresses. I've heard you've been dress shopping. I went shopping in Toowoomba the other day and um, I tried on about 50 dresses <laughs> because I had to have one for the races and I was trying to get the right dress. Um, but as I was getting dressed, the girls would ask what my occasion for getting the dress was and I said I was an apple and grape young ambassador and they didn't know what the apple and grape was so I had to explain that. And and now they can come. Yeah. You've, you're your job is done here. Yeah. So trying to get your dresses, this is for the race day. You know, you're going to have to have your your gala ball gown yeah. come dress as well come March. Um, is there such an emphasis, do you think, in the 2020s about, you know, what sort of things you've got to wear for all the formal events? There's not really. It's just as long as it's formal. Like I want to go, I at my Toastmasters event they asked what dress I would wear. And I said I want to wear this huge Cinderella dress because I'm a queen and that all the girls and I was like, and we have a king and all the other queens. But, yeah, I just, as long as we stand out and we all feel beautiful, you know, that's all that matters. You're going to have a bit of fun with this, aren't you? Your face is so lit up going, yeah, let's get in a gown, let's get sashed up for the big nights. Nice. Amy, thank you so much for making time on your lunch break to speak to me today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Let's get sashed. Yes. My name's Ben Green and my sponsor is Kirsten Witterick at Stanthorpe Vet Care Services. Now, Ben, I've had some quite a few of the young ambassadors for 2022 already describe you as their king to their queens. Uh, what made you decide to be an entrant in the Apple and Grape Harvest Festival? I really just wanted to get out there in the community and raise some funds for this awesome event. I was born in Stanthorpe um, and I've been going to the Apple and Grape Harvest Festival since I was basically born. Uh, I really just wanted to get out there and raise some money for the community, raise some money for this amazing event and yeah, have some fun along the way. Now your sponsor is also your boss. Yeah, so Kirsten is my boss uh, at Stanthorpe Vet Care. She's one of the, the vets. She's been a vet for uh, 25 years. Uh, I've been working there for just over a year now uh, and absolutely love it. And your fundraising activities have actually centred around your work. So sell it to me. What have been some of the fundraising things you've been doing? So I've been doing hydro baths every fortnight, so washing all the dogs in Stanthorpe, making them nice and pretty. Uh, so, yeah, that's been one of the awesome fundraising events that I've been doing. Uh, I've also been doing a golf day, uh, even a $100,000 hole and potentially even a car on one of the other holes for uh, a hole-in-one prize. 
Really? A hundred grand for a hole in one? You've kind of flummoxed me a bit here. Yeah, so Pierpoint Motors in Stanthorpe, they will be also putting up a car on the golf day. Uh, so it's, yeah, if you get a hole in one on the day, you basically win a brand new Ranger. So McDonald's up in Stanthorpe, they, they put a huge sponsorship on for that hole in it. It's going to be good. I hope someone wins it. Now, you also used to work there too, so all your previous employers are backing you on this. Yeah, they are. They're going to be putting teams in and that kind of thing, so, yeah, it'd be good to see them up there on the day as well. And look here, we're on the main drag right at Stanthorpe. We're on the high street. This is where the Grand Parade goes through. This is where the archers are going to make their triumphant return for 2022 as well. And I can't help but wonder, I want want to throw it out to you, what is the future of things like the Apple and Grape Harvest Festival beyond 2022? Uh, I feel like it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger every year we have it. Um, It's, yeah, from when I was a baby, it um, wasn't as big as the last event that I uh, attended to. Um, Yeah, so I feel like it's going to get bigger, draw some more people to town and, yeah, just make Stanthorpe known to people. Ben, thank you so much for speaking with me today and I'm looking forward to seeing your journey. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, it, yeah, it's going to be a big journey ahead, but it's going to be worth it in the end. My name is Rochelle Todd. My sponsor is Vincenzo's Deli and Cafe, Anna and Shane Sitzling. And in terms of Vincenzo's, most people know this as the Big Apple. Yes, yes, definitely. We have a huge apple. Lots of people come to come and just do that sort of iconic picture where you hold the apple from afar. Yeah. It's may have done it, may have done it. <laughs> hey, what sort of fundraising activities are you doing as part of your entrant role? Well, I have some raffles. At the moment, I have the multi-draw. So we have ranging from a two-night stay in honeymoon accommodation to a trailer full of wood to a wheelbarrow full of alcohol. And then I also have an Italian hamper as well. And you've also got an activity or, an, well, you've got a garden party I coming do. up. Tell yes. us about what you've got coming up on Halloween. Yes, I have my garden party. So it's a madhouse theme and we have a lot of the ladies coming out from the main street with their fashion show, as well as a makeup county counter from Deluxe as well. So it should be really, really good. As you arrive, you get your complimentary champagne (laughs) and then you'll have your high tea on the front lawn in front of the old homestead. Why did you decide to be an entrant in the 2022 Apple and Grape Harvest Festival as a young ambassador? Well I decided to become an entrant because I came home from the UK in February. I escaped Covid (laughs) and I'm actually in Covid recovery right now so I am staying back home with my parents and I wanted to become a young ambassador to put my social media and events planning into practice and raise some money because I know that our communities had lots of hard times because of one thing COVID, floods, drought, fire, you name it, we've had it. So basically I wanted to use my experience to raise money for our community. Why were you in the UK? I was studying. I studied my Masters of Conservation Science at Imperial College London. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, What are you hoping to do with that now that you're back? Well, now that I'm back, I am searching for a job. I'm searching for my place here, back in Australia. So it's it's been really nice to come home to Stanthorpe. We're from Dalveen, which is not that far out of Stanthorpe. 
and it's been very nice to be home and it's a lot more relaxing and I'm hoping to get a position in environmental science so conservation and more in policy so I've been looking at government positions and more importantly communication within those positions. Are you a Stani girl from way back? <laughs> well originally my uh, dad was here when he was 10 and we have the house at Dalveen and we've been back and forth. I was schooled in Brisbane. We've been back and forth every weekend, every school holidays. And then I went away for university and I've come home. Nice. So you've, you're a bit of a multi-community girl. Yes, multi-multi-community, definitely. <laughs> and as someone who's only just recently come back from, you know, a working and studying holiday, what does it mean in terms of things like harvest festivals? What's the future of those and how do they have to evolve? Well, our harvest festival is really important for our community. So it's run every two years and it brings a lot of money and tourism into our community. And it's basically the big boost that everybody needs. And it's our harvest festival. It's nice and pretty. You get lots of good things to eat. People showcase what they've got. And it's just, it's a great opportunity to bring all of the local producers in for a giant event that makes everyone really happy. When you were overseas or whenever you are away from Stanthorpe and the Granite Belt, mm -hmm. what's the one thing you always talk about that's great about this area? I just love the space and the beauty and also the people are always so welcoming, accommodating and I actually used to have giant posters of our farm and property on my walls because I missed home so much and especially coming from London it's just completely different from here so I just I love the space the green space <laughs> and it, yeah the community I definitely missed it. Out of curiosity being over in the UK and London did you ever get to any other sort of harvest festivals or apple festivals when you were over in the UK? No I didn't unfortunately we did go on a cider tour in Somerset so that was nice but no they don't really showcase their apples in that sort of respect I suppose but we did whiskey in Scotland as well so a different time. Good girl. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about what it was like coming home from the UK and what that time was like for you. To be honest over the last year the UK was scary because you're watching the numbers climb and the numbers of deaths climb. And then I had my visa expire on me and because of Brexit and COVID, I couldn't renew. So I was forced to come home on one of the DFAT repatriation flights um, through Darwin at Howard Springs. And I had originally, I think about four cancellations for that repatriation flight. And then finally they said, you have a seat, make your affairs in order. So I, my partner and I went to the bank and we unfortunately caught COVID at the bank. And they, uh, I tested positive the day before my flight and I lost the repatriation flight, the booking, everything. So then we both went into quarantine and got very, very sick. And, um, <laughs> sorry. It was a very, very difficult time for all of us and especially for my parents all the way over here in Australia because- Oh, I can only imagine, yeah. I am uh, a chronic asthmatic and they thought they would never see me again. Oh, Rochelle, <laughs> like that. I think you can write 2020 off, hey. <laughs> oh yeah, I think so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, 
When were you able, like when was the diagnosis of COVID to when you were able to come back home? What was that time period? Well, I was contacted by DFAT in late December, had the flight booked for the 15th of January and tested positive on the 13th of January. Yes. Um, And then I did my 14 days quarantine and had all these rigorous tests through DFAT and Qantas because I had to prove I was healthy enough to fly, I wasn't contagious anymore. And they realised the severity that I had to come home now. So they booked me on the 1st of February and I came in through Darwin and I have not had a positive result since January at all. So we're very, very lucky. So it was a very, very long time of travelling, etc. But my partner is still over in the UK. Ah, okay. I think this is fantastic that you've got meaningful role and activity um, while it's all still in flux but also still finding your feet. Yes, still definitely trying to find my feet and I was in recovery until um, about May, June and I was in and out of the Green Slopes Hospital to see a cardiologist because COVID had weakened my heart. So, but we've got the clean bill of health now and I am putting my efforts into promoting my community. Hi. Hi. Oh, are you the apple queen? Hoping to be. Oh, you smile like that. You're bound to be. <laughs> <laughs> Rochelle, what have been some of the benefits that you anticipated and maybe didn't anticipate about so far being a young ambassador entrant? Well, I love being able to be here at home because I have the experience of the agricultural setting as well as international experience, bring it all together with my publishing background and environmental science and conservation, bringing everything together in a communication perspective so that I can use my skills to help promote my community, raise some money as well as, yeah, Harvest Festival. Come to the Harvest Festival. And you think this is something that employers are going to look at as like that X factor when they see you applying for jobs? I think so, because they will see that I have graduated my Toastmasters through this course, as well as I'm communicating with people very comfortably every day, making my own events, running the books for the events, all these things that, especially in conservation, are very big right now because they're always trying to source more money, funding, etc. So I thought being the young ambassador, I could use all of my publishing background, as well as my environmental science background, and marry the two together and so now I have the agricultural background, publishing and a young ambassador. So hopefully that will bulk up my resume nice. <laughs> Thank you very much for speaking with me. Thank you. My name is Karma O'Reilly and I'm sponsored by the Rotary Club of Stanthorpe. Now what sort of fundraising activities are you organising as a young ambassador for 2022? So, so far I have done some street stalls and I have done an open day at Foxbar Falls with the Greta Belt Growers Ambassador, Jordan Cassidy. I have also, and possibly my favourite so far, supervised the snowfields at the Snowflakes Festival, which was very interesting because trying to convince a group of people that a good way to spend their weekend is to stand on a (laughs) field of crushed ice and tell children not to throw snow in people's faces it's not the easiest, um, but we got we got enough people together and there was something really rewarding about doing something that wasn't putting yourself on the top. It was just helping other people. 
Yeah. Look, my kids yeah. appreciate that you gave up your time for that snowfield. We may have been there doing exactly that. Yes, as um, long as you weren't the ones eating it. <laughs> hey, that's always that one kid. Yeah. Why did you decide to become a young ambassador? I liked the sound of it. To be fully and perfectly honest, I had no idea what it was and I ran physically ran into Julia Hassel at the GBWT wine dinner in would have been April-ish. And she just asked, I'm like, that sounds cool. Did I know what I was signing up for? No. <laughs> what sounded cool about it when you first heard about it? Young ambassador, ambassador, fancy, Rotary, that I know them, <laughs> went for it. And then, yeah, I read up and was like, okay, okay, this, this could be interesting. And it, it's been interesting. <laughs> I mean, your family are no strangers to being ambassadors in their own right through the jobs that they do. Yes. Tell us about some of the roles that your family have got. Here and in other regions? Well, of course, here my dad is the CEO up at the Wine College, so he does a lot of stuff up there, connects with USQ. Uh, We have the entire family business with O'Reilly's. I am also an ambassador of sorts (laughs) when it comes to that. I'm on the family council. We have lots of different people, my uncle being the director, lots to do with tourism, and actually, just to make it clear for everyone, when we say O'Reilly's, it's yes. the Gold Coast O'Reilly's <laughs> yes, on the mountain, yes. right? Yes, O'Reilly's. Yeah. I've got a raffle at the moment to stay there. <laughs> and that's a thing. Like you guys are members of, I want to say, several communities. So, yes, you know, there's yes. O'Reilly's that we all know up in the Gold Coast hinterland, and yet you guys have been here in the Stanthorpe region for quite a while. Yes. Educating, uh, but also. Yeah, I think we've been here for seven years now. Yeah. Yes. I know that's five minutes in Stanthorpe Yes, speak. it is. <laughs> We're celebrating a 150-year birthday and you've been here five minutes. You're allowed to be here five minutes. I think I've been here 15 minutes in that sort of time frame too at Ballandine. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, what is the future, do you think, of harvest festivals like the apple and grape? There are a lot of things that spring to mind for me and perhaps what does spring to mind for me is a marking of my generation because when I think of the future of anything, I think, oh, how do you get it to go online? How do you make it more accessible to people who can't travel, who can't experience it in the same way we do? Because, of course, the events of the last two years have highlighted how adaptable we can be. And I'd like to think that that understanding and that newfound skill that the entire world has kind of managed to get, no matter who you are, can lead to just this wider spread impact of the apple and grape, if you will. So I think that that's a potential future. I also then jump to consider, and this might again be a generational thing, uh, climate change yep. and how that affects when we harvest, uh, when this kind of thing can occur. Of course, uh, the last few months I've actually been working on the vineyard and I've started to see we got bud burst way earlier than we thought we would. And so that kind of thing, I think also, you know, maybe the timing will change, maybe the weather will change, maybe it'll be different things that we're harvesting because we can't do what we used to do. Putting on the sash, it says Apple and Grape Harvest Festival, Young Ambassador 2022. Yes. What sort of reactions do you get from the public when they see you wearing the sash? That they can't read it. (laughs) I've only been in public the last two days with the sash on, really, and I, what does that say? Put their head on the side, you got a jacket on. But the sash is definitely eye-catching. I think it's sashes, they're kind of, I don't want to say old-fashioned, Oh, they're, they're old school, they're, but it's they're, nice. I like it. I like it. I really do. But something about it, I'm like, this is a sash. 
And because it's not a beauty pageant and it, it kind of feels overtures of that, doesn't it? Yes, I am actually really glad that we have a boy in the in we the do. event. I, yes. I really like that. I wanted I, I wished we could have more because it does make it feel a little less beauty pageant-like, which um, as my more feminist side would be like, I don't want to be in a beauty pageant. <laughs> and it really isn't. There's it's Mm. Yeah, the program's really geared to you guys get a learning program. Yes. But there's this so much about, you know, educating and promoting yeah. this as a region. Yeah. Yes. The Sastras are interesting because they create this sense of importance but they might be counterintuitive in making it a little more archaic. Oh, in, I'm there for the nostalgia. I, I enjoy it but, you know, I wonder, I wonder about the impression that it does give. What sort of impressions have you had when people have read it? Lots of just what's that. I, again, I haven't read it aloud, out a lot. I think it's yeah. it's very well at identifying us, especially at maybe the events, like the event Jordan and I have, you know, oh, those are those two, they've got sashes on. Yep, go see yeah. them. They're in yeah, charge. Yeah, they're in charge. We were not in charge. <laughs> <laughs> this is something a bit different too because usually ambassadors operate alone, but this year, 2022, crop, yes, they've yes. been doing a lot of pairing up. So you and Jordan, did you do a lot of planning to come up with the Fox Bar Falls Day and all that stuff? What sort of? happened was I knew the Harzlets from Tracy Harzlet was my math teacher and I had done some work with them at the start of the year on one of their other farms picking Wombok, I think it was. <laughs> so we, we knew them and my mum works with them and then they're with the growers and I think the Harzlets have also been with Rotary for a long time. So they were like, they asked me and they're like, would you do this and can we have the growers come in? I was like, oh, I know Jordan from school. So we met up and they had the ideas but we were like, okay, let's try to make this work. And we had a couple of planning sessions and, yeah, I, I really love that everyone's kind of coming together. I, I'm not big – the environment of like incredibly competitive, I just made me nervous. So I loved that we could kind of see through that and yeah, there's lots up. of collaboration. Yeah, yeah, and I think that yep. I think that's really beneficial on us being friends, which I think is something that's so important. And I really enjoy hanging out with the other ambassadors, and I would really hate for that to be spoiled by this overarching sense of competition and you're Absolutely. all against each other because. And I think many people said it's not really about the competition and who wins. In fact, I often forget that it is a competition. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yes. It doesn't sound like it when I've been interviewing you guys. Yeah, none of us like, oh, my God, what are they doing? How it was, it was. I see their Facebook page, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going <laughs> to buy a raffle ticket. Yeah, and, and it's like, hit me up with cupcakes or whatever yeah, other that, raffles you got that. on. that. Yeah. I often forget, oh, one of us is going to win or like two or however many like winners there are, the charity one and whatnot. And so... And I really enjoy that and I enjoy spending time with them through Toastmasters. So it's, it's actually been really good and I really appreciate the connection. Of course, working in a vineyard, I am alone. So I, I enjoy that and I think the way that everyone's managed to collaborate and come together has created this real sense of, I'm not going to say family, that sounds incredibly cheesy. <laughs> We're a group of friends. <laughs> Yep, that sounds yes, good. Yes. yes. Hey, I'm looking forward to catching up with not only you and Jordan, yes. and thank you for speaking with me today. Thank you for having me. I'm Laura Robertson, and my sponsor is the Ballandine Sports and Hall Committee. Now, in terms of having a Ballandine Sports and Hall Committee, what does that mean? Is that like the whole Ballandine community are behind you? Well, yeah, you could say that, but it's just mainly the people that attend like things at the hall, but then it's others as well that come in and want to join and 
have some fun. A drink on Thursday nights, that yeah. kind of thing. It's a Balladine gal part-time. I nod in your general direction, um, so as our young ambassador. What sort of fundraising activities have you got planned? So what we have done is street stalls. I've helped out at um, the soccer presentation behind the bar and we've done wine raffles and like we're going to do stuff up a balancing heart and we're just going to promote everyone. Nice. Why did you decide to enter the Young Ambassadors, I guess we could call it like the quest for the Apple and Grape Harvest Festival? I decided to enter because I want to learn more about my community, like the Stanthorpe region and community and just, you know, learn, um, just be noticed and, you know, it's just a good thing to get into. What makes Ballandine special as a little village here in the Granite Belt? The people. They get along so well and we're so welcoming to others that want to come and be a part of Ballandine and it's, it's really special. The wine's pretty good too. It is. Yes. Hey, what do you think is, as a young ambassador for the 2022 Apple and Grape Harvest Festival, this is also Stanthorpe's 150th birthday, so we're asking here, hey, what's the future of Harvest Festivals? What do you think about what goes beyond 2022? Um, I hope it's going to get bigger and bigger every year and more young people want to become ambassadors like boys and girls because it is so far it's been incredible and everyone should jump in and have a go. And a bonus question, what's something that has surprised you that you've learned being in the, you know, learning and development activities as a young ambassador? I've learnt so much how to speak publicly, get along with others that I would not usually get along with and just just a really great thing. Thank you so much for speaking with me today and making time to come in. That's okay. Jasmine Bullman-Davey and my sponsor is Cara and Josh from Cab Insurance Brokers. (laughs) What sort of fundraising activities are you doing for the Apple and Grape Harvest Festival? We have a masquerade ball planned with a fellow ambassador, Kelsey, from Little Lada. Um, so that's, I heard a little bit about that. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the bigger ones that we've got planned. In terms of fundraising, is it a mix of things? Do you have to have an event that also goes with other activities? Um, I think it can be honestly whatever you want as long as it's raising money and, yeah, it's, yeah, fundraisers and, well, I've done a few cake stalls and things like that, little things, and you can do the bigger events. So, Yeah. And it's not like some people think that when I, you know, talking about the Apple Blossom Queens but also the Young Ambassadors of mm-hmm. the Apple and Grape Harvest Festival, that it's almost like a beauty pageant. But it's not. You can actually team up. You don't have to do this alone. Yeah. It's not a competition per se, yeah. is it? No, yeah. definitely not. Um, I was actually quite surprised. I didn't think that we were going to be able to. I have never heard of ambassadors teaming up until this year um, and the fact that they've allowed that is great. I think it's awesome to have that support behind you. Yeah, I think that's kind of lovely too. Um, Why did you decide to be an entrant this year? It was a tough decision. I actually mentioned it as a joke to my partner and then to my boss and they actually agreed that it was probably a good thing to try and do and I'm awful at public speaking. So I thought it would be great to get out there and try that. Now you've walked in in your uniform. Your sponsor is Cavan Shaw. 
Are they your workplace as well? Yes, they are my bosses, yeah. Don't make a joke with your boss next time. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) So it started out as a bit of a, you know, throwaway line it sounds like, but then it, you know, it all came full circle and suddenly you're a young ambassador. Are you glad that you, you know, put your heart in the ring? Yeah, I am. I'm really glad that I've taken on this journey. I think it's going to be really good when it's in full swing and we have our first um, presentation at the Stanthorpe Races. I think that'll be really good to try my first lot of public speaking. And yeah, you keep hinting about the public speaking. One of the bonus questions I've been asking you guys has been something that you've learned already from the experience. Mm-hmm. Has that really helped you, the Toastmasters um, course that you guys have been doing for your learning and development program? Yeah, I actually didn't attend the Toastmasters. I have a little boy, so I was unable to take those nights off Girl, to do I that. Girl, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Parenting um, life. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, um, but still when I have had to announce winners and with, even with my cake stalls, like still speaking to people of the community has been a big help. Absolutely. When you do cake stalls or when you're out in the community and you're wearing the sash, mm-hmm. Apple and Grape Harvest Festival, Young Ambassador 2022, yeah. do you notice a lot of people in the community are coming up to you and asking, you know, what's, what's the sash? Who's your yes, sponsor? Yeah, plenty of people. They say, like, what's all this for? Especially people that are new to the town and tourists, they're all like, oh, what is this all about? And, yeah, it's good to be able to say, you know, this is to help our Apple and Grape Festival in 2022. Has yeah. it been a surprise, that sort of re- public reaction to the sash? Um, yeah, because before we had them, a lot of people were quite confused, you know, obviously didn't know what was going on. They'd be like, oh, what's this spec stall for? And But yeah, no, it's been really good to for them to be able to see that this is for the apple and grape. Yeah. Well, I just want to say a big thank you for coming in no. to talk to me <laughs> and let's get me. sashed for yeah. 2022. Absolutely. Thank you. Beyond the Crown has been made possible by the Regional Arts Development Fund, RADF and it is a partnership between the Queensland Government and the Southern Downs Regional Council to support local arts and culture in regional Queensland.